0: Welcome to New York's number two sports show. The Rangers defeat the Bruins two to one in overtime. Vincent Trocheck scores both goals—a uh, game tying goal in the third on the power play—and then Trocheck wins it in overtime on the three on three. Very defensive game, as I suspected might be the case after both of these teams had a you know goal bonanza at Madison Square Garden in November, where the Rangers won 7-4. But Vincent Trocek just continues his just amazing season. And, you know, Philip has been out for a while. Like, Philip what did he play? Like, he must have played, what, at most maybe 10 games or so, like, to start this season. So um, we're thinking, you know, about two-thirds of the season, if not more, he's been out. And specifically since Heatle went down, Trocek's been ridiculous. And, like, just like the face-off percentage, I just glanced at 72.2%. Like, his time on ice is, is high. He is a very important player on this team. Uh, and, you know, they use him in all situations. I guess I guess he maybe doesn't get that much penalty kill time. But but for that ice time to be as high as it is, granted, you know, a lot of power plays for the Rangers in this game. But he's typically one of the top um, guys in terms of ice time. But, you know, Trocek again gets it done. And Igor wasn't tested a whole lot but did a really nice job. And like I said, if they were going to win this game, you know, if Igor were to have struggled, you weren't going to win this one. And he got the job done, makes 21 saves on 22 shots. Um, and the one goal that Boston had, we've seen that called a lot goalie interference, but they didn't call it goal interference. So Jeremy Swayman was definitely more tested than Igor. I thought Swayman played pretty well for the Bruins and the Rangers got it done. Now look, the Bruins are not whole. Charlie McAvoy's avoids out. Pavel Zaka, and David Pasternak was uh, was given a game misconduct as he um, was called for a five-minute major boarding against Ryan Lingren at the end of the second period. So him not being in there was key, especially in that three-on-three overtime. You know, um, it's look, it's basically a skills competition, and Pasternak's one of the most talented players in the game. So, And then you have that Pasternak-Lindgren history. So a pretty interesting game, and for what it's worth, With this result, the Rangers are technically back in first place in points percentage in the league. They're tied with the Bruins, same games, same points, but the Rangers have more regulation wins. Again, not a big deal, but it's a small victory on December 16th. As far as the lineup was concerned, Keiondra Miller back in, which was good, looked a little bit rusty, but not terribly so. Uh, and that meant Zach Jones out of the lineup, and, and the pairs were as you'd expect them to be. They did call up Connor Mackey. Um, so I, I think that someone, me, was dealing with, you know, it seems like maybe a flu bug might be going around the team, possibly, but that never came to fruition, so Jones and Mackey were scratches on the defense. And then Adam Edstrom, who played really well last night, did not play this game. However, he did get his rookie lap. Um, that You know, so w- one of the weirder things where he... He plays last night, doesn't get the rookie, I think it's called the rookie lap, and then he scores a goal, and then the next night gets the rookie lap, and doesn't play, so pretty bizarre. I don't know if you'll ever see something like that again, but uh, Benino was back in the lineup, and so the lines were as they had been. Um, So again, you know, Edstrom, I'd like to see him play, but I also understand why he didn't. So let's just jump right into it. Um... You know, first period, not a lot going on. Shot, I mean, very defensive first period for both sides. Uh Rangers outshot the Bruins eight to five in that first period. A couple of penalties come later in the period. Grizzlick trips uh Trocek at 16-14. Rangers don't score. And then Keandra Miller at 1919 uh trips Brad Marchand. And that power play would carry into the second period. Now, Rangers power play was not great. But what I noticed is, like, they're able to always basically get at least a power play goal if they draw enough penalties. Like, they'll go one for five or one for six at times or just look like shit on certain power plays. Not typically. This is, like, one of the best power plays in the league. But if you give them enough chances, they will break through, and they eventually did do that. So you got the Keanuji Miller penalty, as I said. We go to the second period. They kill it off. But fairly soon thereafter, fairly soon thereafter, Um, less than a minute after, Trent Frederick scores his seventh goal of the season from Van Riemsdyk and Potras. And this was a play where Frederick's stick before he scores kind of lodges into Igor's pad. And a lot of the times we've seen this be called no goal. The Rangers challenged it, and it was an unsuccessful challenge. So the Rangers' challenges have not gone well. Video reviews have not gone typically well. And I thought this was a wrong call. Actually, I really... And I'm not, you know, I thought that this should have been no goal, but it counted, and the Bruins have a one nothing lead there. Uh, and so, with that unsuccessful challenge, Bruins go on the power play, but the Rangers kill that off. Then at 10:20, Pasternak high 6 Alexi Lafreniere. I thought Lafreniere was pretty good in this game, but then 17 seconds later, a bad penalty by Kreider. He holds the stick of Lindholm, so it's four on four. Then during that, you have Frederick and Truba fighting at 11:05, and this was a response to. I think Potris got hit by Gustafson, so it might have been a response to that. This game definitely was a bit chippy. Uh, at 12.58, Heinen, after... At this point, it's even strength. Heinen slashes Fox at 12.58. Rangers power play is unsuccessful. Then at 18.10 is when Pasternak boards Lindgren. Pasternak given a 5-minute major, ejected from the game, and it was the right call. Uh, and look, I'll say this about Lindgren. Not in this case, but Lindgren, as I've said in recent episodes, he puts himself in kind of susceptible positions to get hit. And, and, I, and I love his game, but he's got to be careful. He's got to be careful. This is on Pasternak, though, and they have a history. Pasternak gave Lingren a concussion last year. Luckily, Lingren was no worse for wear. Uh, he did leave at the end of the second period, but came back in the third and, and seemed fine. Panarin did take a roughing penalty. So instead of a five-minute power play, it was a three-minute power play, which kind of did prove costly. Because in the third period, the Rangers don't score. So this power play continues to not get it done against a good Boston penalty kill. Then at 542, Fox is called for tripping Marchand, a really big kill by the Rangers there to keep it at 1-0. Then, Carlo interferes with Lafreniere at 1037, and on this power play, the Rangers tie it up at 1050. Trocheck scores his seventh goal of the season from Zibanejad and Fox. Really nice setup by Mika. They kind of went in different positions. They Mika and Trocheck switched spots and it left Trocheck open and he rips the uh the wrist shot by Swayman to tie it up at one. Then the Rangers get a, another power play. Lindholm high six Fox at 1247, but the Bruins kill that one off, and eventually we get to overtime. So a, a hard-earned point by the Rangers, who I thought had a, a really good third period. Obviously, power plays helped that, but still. And then overtime, Rangers mostly controlled it. And at 2:03 of overtime, Trocheck gets the game winner. Second of the night, eighth of the season from Panarin and Gustafson. So Panarin, who I kind of thought didn't have the best game, ends up making a really really nice pass to Trocheck, um, who snaps it by Swayman and gives the Rangers a 2-1 win in overtime in Boston. So uh, a pretty satisfying win. Can, again, you know, Bruins are this isn't them at full strength, but still, Boston are very sad, when they're right. They are a sound defensively structured club and the Rangers find a way to win. So now they're 21, seven and one, the Rangers. Uh, and that, that again, that's good to get right back on track. And I'm very interested to see what happens Tuesday night at the Toronto Maple Leafs Toronto tonight coming off of a seven, nothing win against pitcher with without Austin Matthews. So they're feeling pretty good about themselves. They're scoring a lot of goals lately and the Rangers had, you know, a tough one at home against them just this past Tuesday. So, Almost positive it'll be Igor Annette, as it should be. Um, Want to see how he does, but, like, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, to assume that Austin Matthews will return from... He was out with the flu. So, this should be a pretty interesting game. Considering the the Rangers don't really have that many... Like, from here until next Friday, or I guess this coming Friday, the only game is against Toronto on Tuesday. So, you know, I, I think that this should be a fun one. And one where the Rangers hopefully can get a little bit of redemption after kind of getting a little bit and a little embarrassed uh, at home against the Leafs. But for now, they win back-to-back. Last night versus the Ducks. And then tonight at Boston, Vincent Trocheck scores both goals, including the overtime winner. The Rangers win in overtime. They beat Boston 2-1. to